welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 188 for the week of November 28th, 2011. Welcome, everybody. And here we are again. I'm Adam, and Doug is joining us on Skype. Hey, everybody. This week, we will be in a place that uh, Adam spent some time in not too long ago, uh, and that is Boston. He did a show on it uh, as far as traveling around Boston uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, today, we're going to hit some attractions and things that you can do while you're in Boston. So uh, sit back and, uh, and uh, I don't know, grab a turkey leg if you're already into that mode, and uh, let's go. If you're looking to contact us, you can follow us on Twitter at Amazing Places. Check out photos at flickr.com slash photos slash these amazing places. Watch videos at youtube.com slash these amazing places. Email us podcast at these amazing places.com or go to our website where you can find all that information. All right, everybody. So here we go. And uh, I, Doug didn't say this in the intro, but I think, and maybe you remember, Doug, I've got some audio of a musician playing out on the street. Um, i got to find it, but I, have you heard it yet? Yeah, I think you do. I okay. think I have to listen to it some time ago. Okay, cool. So anyway, uh, we might play some of that here at the end of the show, depending on how long we go. Uh, but I definitely feel that this is an informational show. Uh, sometimes we like to cover shows that have audio and a lot of attractions and, you know, uh, experiential. But this one is going to be more uh, informational. It's a good show for you to, if you're planning your trip. Um, we're going to try to cover as many details as we can without being too long here. But uh, we'll see what's going on. So, All right. So the first thing to talk about is basically Boston has so much to offer, um, mainly because it is, from the United States perspective, it has such a historical background when it comes to the forming of the United States and everything that happened there. So there's a lot to do with history. In fact, uh, we're, we're going to talk about a lot of them, but there are so many little things that if you are a historian and you're interested in researching more things and you're going to walk around the city and stuff, you'll know much more than these tours and these things. But if you're just interested, like the average person uh, in the history of the United States or even the history of Boston, you'll find that these tours and things that we're talking about are very uh, general, but at the same time attractive to young kids, you know, teenagers, all, all different ages, uh, families, all kinds of stuff. So before, yeah, so basically uh, we're, we're starting off here. Uh, we're going to co- cover a couple of things, but then I want to hit main points that we hit when we were there. And, uh, and these things are pretty them. varied. That's what I like about them. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a, uh, yeah, let's just talk about the first thing. The first thing is called the Duck Boat Tours. That's pretty um, unique, let's face it. <laughs> Being in Ohio, we're not hearing a lot about Duck Boat Tours. No, no. Um, <laughs> all right, so there's a reason why it's called the Duck Boat, which I didn't put in our notes, Doug. But um, it's uh, available at bostonducktours.com if you want some more information. In fact, there's so much information about this that we're not going to talk half of what is out on the website. So uh, you can go check out the website. Uh, What is this? Well, it's an 80-minute nonstop tour of Boston, or you can do the 55-minute version if you you take off from the aquarium uh, that is a live person giving you a tour guide. Now, you're riding in a duck boat, 
and <laughs> a duck boat is yeah, actually but... have you heard of these do you know yeah, what it is describe this <laughs> okay a, a duck boat is a boat that is a car so it's driving around the city of boston <laughs> and at one point in the tour you actually spend 20 minutes on the water and you you go I've into seen the, these things before. Yeah, have you? Okay. Yeah. Um, so some of the water, you know, in, is involved in the tour, and it's kind of unique. I mean, of course, I didn't ride on it yet, but uh, it's just something that it's just sounds funny when you think about it. But duck boat, it's right there. It describes it right there. So okay, so there's a tons of FAQs out on their websites, including is it wheelchair accessible? Uh, can I take pets on it? Should I dress warmly? Is it heated? All those different things are available on the FAQ on their website, bostonducktours.com. Uh, the only thing I want to say, uh, well, two things I want to say. First, cost. Uh, kids, three and under are 10 bucks, and then the tr- that's the cheapest price you can get. In fact, yes, unfortunately, a newborn does cost money. Um, it's a long explanation, but it has to do with the Coast Guard and the fact that they're on water and they have to charge and some different things. Uh, the highest price you're going to pay is $32 for adults, but there's a ton of deals out there. You can do a group um, discount. You can do online discounts. There's all kinds of different stuff. So the most expensive you're going to pay right now is $32 bucks for per person. The other thing is that this tour kind of travels around the city. So it gives you a, uh, what's the most? There it is, 80 minute. The, in 80 minutes, you're going to get, bam, wham, bam, here you go. That's Boston history, and there it is. So it's a pretty, um, I don't want to say involved because 80 minutes is, it's a good chunk it's of time. It's not all that but, long. Hour and 20 minutes mm-hmm. is still not all that long. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a ton, ton, ton of stuff in Boston and as far as history and everything to do and to see and to get out and do. You're on the boat, you don't get off. So you get the abbreviated version of the Boston Duck. You're you on know, the, the car slash boat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. BostonDuckTours.com. Check out that for more information. The next thing I want to talk about is called the Old Old Town Trolley Tours. Now, these, actually, I didn't know about these until, well, I mean, I knew about them in Boston, but I went to their website, which is TrolleyTours.com. They actually have other cities, and one of them is Washington, D.C. Did you know that this was one of the places? Yeah, are they like the trolley buses, I wonder, the ones that we spoke about? Yes. Where you can hop on and off during the day. Right. Yep. Same kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And so this one, go to trolleytours.com, and then if you want to look at the Boston stuff, you click on the Boston page, obviously. And obviously, you can do the other pages. There's, I forget there's more. There's more than Washington, D.C., but there's several in there. So anyway, uh, the Boston one is the one I want to talk about because, of course, that's what we're talking about today. But uh, check that out if you are interested in the other cities. And we did talk about this trolley tour back when we talked about the Washington, D.C., shows yep. and stuff so yeah i think we call them like on off or hop on off or mm-hmm. something like that yeah so that leads right into the fact that you're thinking well what is this okay so this is it's an up to an 18 stop tour where you can get on and get off and it goes around boston and tours can be more than one day and they are actually live persons giving you descriptions while you're riding along so it's not like um you get off and then you got uh, okay. Never mind. You do get off, and then you have to wait for the next one to come around. And then, but then once you get back on the next one, you know it's it just keeps cycling around the city. So it's a uh, it's something that you can 
ride one day and then say you get off on a stop and you decide to go do something else. Well, then the next day when the trolley tours pick back up again, you can jump back on and continue on. And it's almost like a continual sort of thing. So, um, cost children under four are free. And uh, again, pricing is up to $32 for adults. And of course, of course, that is the most expensive. You can get cheaper discounts online. Group discounts are available. There's so much more involved in this. Um, you can do package deals where you're doing specific uh, attractions and stuff like that. We'll talk more about it here in the next few minutes. And you've when got I... actually uh, download a free Boston Attractions Guide yep. on their website. It might be a good thing to do for somebody just to download it and kind of look and see what things or how many things they would actually be interested in. Exactly. Um we're going to actually talk, I'm talking directly out of the printed guide. This printed guide is the download guide that you can get online. Um, but it gives you a general overview of all their stops and what's going on. And that's what we're going to talk about here in the next, uh, the rest of the show probably. Um, but yeah, it's available online if you are into the, just looking online and uh, you, you haven't been to Boston to pick up the actual physical guide. So, okay. Uh, past that, the stops on the trolley here. I said there's up to 18. They're actually, almost all these stops are, actually all of them are stops that you can just, if you physically want to go to that spot when you're touring the city by yourself, by all means, ride the T, get off, walk around. You'll find these spots all over the place. So it's not like this is a behind the scenes tour or anything like that. Now, some of the price that you would have to pay if you didn't take the trolley tour you can actually buy packages to get into some things. For example, um, Fenway Park. Uh, we'll talk about that here shortly. And Doug, I know that you lo- you know what Fenway Park is. You are into baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. History uh-huh. and and the fact that Boston's baseball is right there at Fenway Park. Uh, you can take tours of Fenway Park. However, it costs money to take the tour. Well, if you're riding the trolley, you can actually do the Fenway Park package tour or something like that, where you ride the trolley. Get off at Fenway. They give you through a tour, and then you get back on the trolley, and you can ride it. And so there's a little bit so of a discount. So they give you a tour of the stadium? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that would be awesome because that's a historical stadium. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's one of the last that they haven't torn down, really. Yeah, definitely. So uh, when we get to that, we'll talk a little more about it. In fact, that's one of my highlights as far as all these things that uh, we have to stop out here on the tro- trolley tour. So... Uh, with that in mind, we're just going to start. They have these numbered 1 through 17, I believe, and we're going to just go through each one. I'm going to give you a little bit of a snippet of information for each of those stops, and we'll kind of touch on the ones that I highlight um, as we go through because I went on some of these. Uh, but I mean, I went on some of these. I didn't ride the trolley tour, but I went to those locations where they stop, and it's definitely something that you um, want to check out as far as the highlights of things. So. All right, number one. Actually, Doug, if you want to read it, then I can look up the information while you're reading it. Yeah. <laughs> How do you pronounce this first one? Oh, Fenial. 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 Yep. Fenial Hall Marketplace uh, slash New England Aquarium, and it says Quincy Market Shopping Restaurants and Farmers Market. Yep. Farmers Market sounds cool. Yeah. This place. Uh, it's the first. It's their number one, but it actually is one of the places I highly recommend to, to stop at when you're in Boston. Uh, if I let's let me describe it for you. Okay, so th- this is like the place uh, way way back when Boston was formed. This is like the central gathering location where they did farmers markets and stuff. 
uh, back in the old days. But it's also a it's three separate buildings that are um, they're really really long buildings. But once you get inside, it's kind of like a little mall area, like um, like a swap meet. Um, flea market or something like that. It's a little, yeah, it's a little bit like a flea market, but it's permanent. So okay. um, you go inside, you see a Dunkin' Donuts right there. Uh, you walk down the center. There's a whole bunch of places to sit and eat out in the middle. Um, there's shops and restaurants lining this whole building, and this building is huge. It's like I'm talking like at least the length of a football field, and uh, as far as length, and the width isn't very long. Um, I don't know, 50 feet across, maybe a little longer than that, but. The point is, as you walk down this, you see all these knickknacks of shops, and there's three buildings that are like this. So, um, if, if, in fact, I think each one has its different name. Quincy Market actually has the name of it says Quincy Market right on the top of it. At the, it's as the entrance of the building. And so, anyway, this is a great place to stop and check out. Um, the, there's the historic Finial Hall, which, according to the trolley tour, says allows allow half an hour to tour. There's at this stop. There is also the New England Aquarium, which says uh, allow at least an hour. Um, that that doesn't ex- exclude the IMAX because there is an IMAX thing you can do at the aquarium. Uh, there's free Boston Harbor cruises with your trolley ticket, which you should allow at least an hour for this. And then there's the Fennial Hall Marketplace, Quincy Market, which says allow an hour and a half. And so that's their recommendations from the old Trolley Town tour, but. In fact, these are, this is one of those places you could spend all day long at this place. It's I don't even know how to describe it. Um, there's so much there. There's so many knickknacks. There's so many crafts and arts. There's and it's right in the downtown area. So you walk outside the buildings and you look up and there are the tall buildings right next to it. And it's very close to water. And do you have any so, photos of this place? Yes, I do. I have okay. I have tons of photos of this. So place. So they're probably up on Flickr now, right? Uh, you know what? I, I think I posted them all, but they're in private, so we'll just make them yeah. public and bump them up, and then people can see them. And uh, there we go. I'll tag yeah. them. Because uh, I would like to. I don't know if I've looked at these or if I have. I don't remember them. Okay. But now that you're describing it, to see them. Yeah. Uh, once you get inside the building, it's heated. Uh, they actually have like a summer um, overhang version, so that that during the summer they actually open up the shops, and it's very open air. Uh, so a lot of them you can like walk outside and it's it's awesome temperature because it's warm out well during the winter they kind of put like clear uh, plastic and clear glass around so that you're warm when you're walking around out there um, but it's a great place to stop highly recommended to check out so all right we could we could spend a lot of points on a lot of these things I don't want to spend too much time in fact the next several I'm just gonna jump through quickly uh, Doug you want to read the next one actually yeah the historic uh North End, and it says Paul Revere House. Let's hit that first. I'm curious as to what that is. Okay. Well, this is a stop that's sort of centrally, well, centrally located downtown. This is all in Boston, so it is sort of downtown. The Paul Revere House we went to, and it's it, it's weird because you're walking down the street if you don't take the trolley tour, and then you just look up, and then there's this dark gray-looking house just right in the middle of all these tall buildings and stuff, and you're like, what is that? And then my dad was like, oh, that's Paul Revere House. So you can actually go tour it. I'm not. I don't know if it costs money. I'm looking here. I don't. It doesn't say on this. But anyway, it's actually Paul Revere's house. They had it refurbed. I don't know a while ago, and it's kind of like been shifted. So it, it's try. They've tried to keep it the way it was when Paul Revere was there, but over the years cool. things have changed. So I had no idea. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, also uh, on this stop. 
There is uh, the, the old, old North Church. Mm-hmm. The old North yeah. Church, very historic. You historians will know about it. I'm not, I don't even go into a whole bunch of it. Uh, the the Cops Hill burying ground, uh, restaurants and cafes, and then there's the Maritime Museum at Battery Wharf. So another big stop you can spend a bunch of time in um, on the historic north end of Boston. All right. All right. Next one is the USS Constitution, Charlestown Navy Yard. Yep. And this one is on, I think it's called the Charles River. So it's basically on river. USS Constitution is the one of the old big battleships. It's like what we did when we did the... Uh, um, you know how we went to Columbus and we did the, the, the haunted old, ship? Yeah, the haunted ship. With the Santa Maria. Now, that was a replica. I think this is the actual, This is a replica of the USS Constitution. But anyway, is it's it an old... Is really? Yeah, yeah. So I thought it, maybe they just kind of mothballed it and that's why it was there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's in dry dock, if I remember. I don't know, but it's on the water, so you kind of feel like you're on the ship. But anyway, something to check out and as far as the history of uh, that. There is a museum... Uh, they say allow up to an hour for the museum alone of the USS Constitution. There's a Bucker Hill monument, which is a big thing that kind of looks like the Washington Monument from Washington, D.C. Um, allow an hour for that. And then the USS Casson Young, which says allow a half an hour for that. So very much Navy-oriented, historic, and another cool place to check out, depending on if you're interested in that and how much time you want to spend in there. All right. Okay. Number four. Uh, let's see here. Number four. The North Station TD Garden. This is the New England Sports Museum. Allow up to an hour. Museum of Science. Allow two hours. And then restaurants. Uh, this stop is not available during TD Garden events. So check that out. It's um, Obviously, it costs to get into the Museum of Science. I'm pretty sure it costs to get into the New England Sports Museum. Uh, but... Again, check the trolley website if you want admission directly into those things, and then you ride the trolley, get there, go in, and missions included and not. So, number, okay. f- number five. The Old State House Museum, and looks like Boston Massacre site and Old South Meeting House. Yes. This is uh, definitely historic. The Old State House, back when Boston was founded and all the historic of the United States, uh, it's, it's a big thing. You do have to pay to get in. However, it does say if you bought a trolley ticket, it's free admission. And this says allow up to an hour. When we were there walking around, since we didn't take the trolley tour, it cost us to get in. Well, we didn't actually pay to go in. But you can at least walk up to it, see where it's going and all this stuff. Uh, It's pretty cool. The Old South Meeting House, uh, half hour, as they suggest. Uh, Old State House, they they say allow at least an hour. The Boston Massacre site. Now... I don't know. I don't want to make this sound crazy, but back then uh, they called this the Boston Massacre, and I, I believe the numbers to the massacre was that only eight people died or something like that. <laughs> so I don't know if you knew that, Doug, at all. No, no, no I didn't. Yeah, so it, um, I know it sounds like we think of massacre today, and we think of yeah, thousands you think of and thousands, at least hundreds. Yeah, um, but it was a it was a historic event. You can look it up in the history books. I don't know why they called it the massacre. I guess back then maybe it was a pretty bad thing um but anyway uh the site of that is pretty interesting and historical there's also the boston latin school site the king's chapel and burying ground allow up to half an hour and finial hall and quincy marketplace is an hour they say an hour and a half so it's very close to this old state museum the uh, trolley tours kind of circle around so 
even though one was first and we're on five now, they kind of go one, two, three, four, and then circle back around closer to five. And and anyway, all right, number six. Okay, next uh, we're in the theater district, and we're gonna look at Boston Public Garden and Chinatown. Yes, Chinatown is very similar to New York China, Chinatown. You know, if I think if you've been in one Chinatown, you kind of know what the other Chinatowns are based off of. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not as big as New York City, obviously, um, but they do have a Chinatown feel. Yeah, like, but in, in New York, it's not the bigness of it that makes it interesting. It's uh, it's just a strange kind of place to be in. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're in the United States at all when you're when you're in Chinatown. Yeah, um, yeah. So exactly, something very similar. There's also the Boston Public Garden has some swan boats you can check out. Uh, I believe you can ride them. It's pretty interesting. And then the theater district, which says allow half an hour for that. Uh, this is also the stop for the trolley stop store. So you can get some uh, merchandise if you're interested while you're riding the trolley. Okay, number seven. Number seven is the all-out um, uh, what is that, historic thing of all time. And it's the, it's the original Cheers bar that was in the show. Yes. And really, that's all there is to say about this. It's... It's interesting because... Did you guys go into this? We didn't, but they have another one. In fact, I should mention this now. At Fennial Hall, they have another location where you can... It's not the original, but it's it's mimicked just like this. You can go in and eat. You can have, you know, whatever. Spend some time in there just checking it out. They've got pictures of the Cheers people in there. And um, that one I went. we went to when we didn't eat there, but we went in and looked around. This one... Um, in reality, my dad went to this and with my brother, and he, he was like, you know, it's not that big of a deal unless you're into the TV show. So <laughs> it's one of those okay. things. I didn't watch the TV show, so I wasn't, it yes, wasn't a big deal. Yes, he didn't deal. really knew any of that. Yeah. People. Okay. But at the same time, it's a big stop because everybody, of course, knows what it is, those, of the, those that have watched the show. so. Okay, and number eight is Copley Square, Black ba- um, Copley Square Back Bay. This is another historic location. Uh, at this stop, allow half an hour for the Trinity Church. Allow an hour if you want to go to the Boston Public Library. The Sam Adams Brewery is located here. It says allow two hours total. And you can, and in fact, it's not in walking distance of this stop. You have to get on the orange line of the T the station to be able to get there. Uh, and then the Newberry Street Boutiques, Galleries, and Restaurants. Tons of stuff at this location. Again, more history. Everybody, I mean, a lot of people probably know what Sam Adams is because it's, it's a world, not world. Uh, maybe it's it funny, is world it's known. a beer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but, Sam Adams is like a, quite a historical figure himself. Exactly. And so, so it's not like, um, in fact, we saw his grave at one of the grave sites. I have videos of this grave he's site. He's actually a major historical figure. Mm-hmm. And people only know about Samuel Adams' beer. So. Through the beer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, very odd. It's kind of interesting. So, okay, um, let's see here. Number nine, number nine, the Christian Science Plaza Symphony Hall. There are shops at Prudential Center. Allow an hour, over an hour for the Museum of Fine Arts. Uh, allow an hour for the Il- Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. And that's all at this location. More museums. I'm, I'm almost certain it costs to get into the Museum of Fine Arts. Um, but anyway, a lot of these... Of course, museums, you do have to pay to get in, so it's not like you're going to be able to travel 
a lot of free stuff. We'll talk more about some free stuff here at the end of when we get through the, this. So. Okay. Uh, number 10, Copley Place. Copley Place, very simple. Copley Place Shopping Galleries and the Marriott Copley Place Hotel. I don't know much about it. We didn't stop there. But anyway, okay. let's stop number the, 10. Uh, number 11 is the Prudential Skywalk. Yes, it's also the Heinz Convention Center. It's got Skywalk View and Exhibits, the Maporium, which says allow an hour, Symphony Hall, allow half an hour, and Top of the Hub Restaurant. So this gives you an opportunity to go up and get some views of the city, similar to what you might do in uh, New York City with, uh, I don't know, the Empire State Building or any of those tall buildings. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Number 12, Fenway Park, which we've hit a little bit. Yeah. Um, actually, maybe we can talk a little bit about this. Uh, at this stop, you can do the Fenway Park tours. That's you can, home of the Boston Red Sox. Home of the Boston Red that. Sox. Exactly. You can do the Red Sox team store where you can get some merchandise for Red Sox. Uh, the Lansdowne Street bars and nightclubs. And this stop may not be available during certain Fenway Park events. Obviously, if the Boston Red Sox are playing, you can't do a tour of the stadium. <laughs> right. So check that out. Time it out if you really want to go see it. Highly recommended. I didn't do the tour, but I've heard so much about it. I also, when I was there, we were walking around Fenway Park, and it was really cool to even just see Fenway Park from the outside. Um, I'm kind of a sports fan. I'm not a big baseball fan, but just to be able to like see the green monster is what they call it. Exactly. 400 foot. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool to see it. Um, there's also, they mentioned here, you know, bars and nightclubs. There's actually one bar that's on the outside that has a window into the outfield. So if you get in early enough, or if you go into this bar, you can actually see the field and you can see games live right through the glass. It's pretty cool. And, of course, it doesn't cost you to get into this place. Um, So if you jump in ahead of time, I know it's really busy during game day. Um, But if you jump in ahead of time, you can actually watch the game from here for free. So something cool to check out. Let's see here. 13 is Cambridge. Okay. If you know anything about Cambridge, you know it is where the education, uh, whatever you want to call it, the education area of Massachusetts. So... The MIT, so MIT Museum. Yep, MIT Museum. There it says allow two hours for that. The then MIT itself, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. There's also Harvard Square, which is available if you ride the Red Line subway. And then there's restaurants all around here. My parents were actually there when college students were moving in and out. It was like August, September, or whatever. And he he just my dad was like commenting to me later. He's like, it was interesting just to watch. You know, the college students move in, and their parents were there moving their stuff. And, if any, of course, I remember my college move-in experience not too long ago. But it was interesting, he said, just to see the personalities that were kind of going back and forth. Because what happens is people go here to kind of tour around. They're like, oh, Harvard, I've seen, I've heard of this place. They go walk around, and so there's like a mix of tourists who are like kind of looking around that you can definitely tell are tourists. And then there's a mix of the parents and the students who are moving in, and they're like, you know, kind of like, stop looking at me. I'm not an attraction. What are you doing here? Get out of my face. <laughs> so anyway, and obviously I would be like that if I went to Harvard. I'd be like, hey, don't take my picture. I'm not a zoo animal. But anyway, it's cool to check out even when it's not moving weekend or move out weekend or whatever. Uh, just to kind of walk around the atmosphere and see the just the his- history of Harvard and MIT and all that stuff around there. 
Okay, let's see here. 14. This is Charles Street Antique Row. This has the Charles Street Meeting House, Louis Louisburg Square, Charles River, Esplanada, um, Nichols House Museum. Allow half an hour for that, and then shops and restaurants. Okay, 15. The Beacon Hill or Boston Common? Uh, the Beacon Hill has the Massachusetts State House. Allow an hour for that. The Black Heritage Trail, allow two hours for that. African Meeting House and Museum, allow a half an hour. And Park Street Church, allow half an hour for that. And then the Grand Airy Burying Ground, allow a half an hour for that. This is also Boston Common. Boston Common is also uh, like um, Central Park in New York City. This is the Central Park of Boston, Boston Common. And so what they've done is... In the middle of the city, they've designated an area that, you know, no one's going to build here. This is where we're going to designate it as an area of recreation. It's a very wide open green area. It's it's just a green area. I mean, nothing spectacular, but it's kind of cool to sort of see it. Um, there's also been a little bit of history. There's a little bit of a hill involved in the Boston Common, and there's some, uh, I think there's some stuff from, if I, if I remember right, the Civil War. There was some special events that happened at the Boston Common and, uh, you know, Pilgrim's Landing where, you know, we just had Thanksgiving. All that kind of history has gone on. And the Boston Common is kind of the area where they initially had their cows when they first landed and had farms and had wide open areas for the animals and stuff like that. So something even more interesting than Central Park in New York City because, you know, it's not as historic as Boston. So something something to check out. Okay, uh, now these are optional, and it's the first the optional seaport tour loop, and the first one is South Station. I would definitely want to do these. Yeah. The South Station is where the Boston Tea Party Ship and Museum is located. Um, you can also go to the Boston Children's Museum and South Station. South Station is one of the stops on the tea, uh, I believe, so you can. it's very close uh, but you can actually, I'm pretty sure you can actually get on top of a ship and uh, I think you have to pay to do it and experience, especially for kids, this might be kind of fun, the Boston Tea Party. And of course, that's where uh, they threw tea over under the water and there's a big historic event that happened there. But kind of cool that you can kind of almost be right where it happened and experience that. Definitely. Yeah. Especially because the harbor really hasn't changed. Yeah. I mean, not a whole lot. I was just like buildings might be new and stuff up around it but the shape and everything is pretty much the same yeah uh let's see here 17 boston convention and exposition center pretty much that's all it is the boston convention yeah. center so stop okay for uh let's see here 18 is the massport black falcon cruise ship terminal this has got to be where cruise ships all just come in and depart right yeah arrive and leave well this stop is available only during cruise ship ports of call so actually it is specifically only for cruise ships. Yeah, so in New York City, they have one like this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, and the last one is the Seaport District. At this stop is the Institute of Contemporary Art, which they say allow allow one hour or more. The Boston Fish Pier, and there are seafood restaurants. Of course, there are seafood restaurants all around. But um, yeah, they just put that note in there because there's all kinds of stuff. It might be helpful for you to kind of look at the look at the map. I mean, I'm looking at it here, but when you download it on the website, it's very awesome to kind of like just look at the big picture of things. Um, I mean, well, like the seaport, the seaport tour districts uh, or seaport districts are cool. I even looked at the one in Manhattan 
went over and took pictures there. I thought it was one of the more interesting parts mm-hmm. of Manhattan for myself. Yeah. So. so overall, all these stops are great places to check out um, when you're there. You can probably plan out your own experience if you don't want to pay for the trolley ride. In fact, if you get the day pass on the on the T and you can ride that, uh, listen back. Um, I have the show number here. It's show number 181 when I talked about Boston, traveling around Boston. You can get prices there. But there's a bunch of T-stop locations available, so you can actually walk to different different things here. There is a T-stop location very close to Fenway Park on the west side. Um, you don't even have to ride the trolley if you're just visiting. Um, it really helps to just get a map. And this map, I believe it's free when you get there. Or, Well, like I said, download it for free. Um, yeah. Check out that. So you no- get an idea ahead of time, I think. Mm-hmm. There's everybody is, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, their interests are captured by different things. So I think take a look at the map and see what your interests might be ahead of time. Uh, you do have down here too the Fenway Park tour, the singular tour, is uh, ten up to twelve dollars, which yep. I don't think is bad at all. That tour would be amazing, I think. Yes, and in my opinion, that. That's not a very expensive price. I mean, twelve bucks to no, not at all. Check especially because this is huge history. Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody who's a sports fan, uh, even if you're not, this is history. If you just go back and look into the history of the Red Sox and how they really were uh, there at the foundation of, of baseball, and Fenway Park was right there. I mean, wow. There's just there's a ton of history behind that. So yeah, uh, you know, sadly enough, they recently just tore down the. Uh, the house that Ruth built, basically, in uh, New York City, and put up a new stadium there. And I don't know. For me, that was kind of a sad moment. Uh, I'm not somebody who is one to say keep up historical buildings, but there are certain places and times when I think it's a good idea, and that was some of them. And obviously, too, uh, with a lot of the buildings that we have in Philadelphia, in New York, and in Boston, these are founding uh, buildings to the founding founding of our country. So. I think those are a lot of times that are good to keep, obviously, as historical. Yeah, and, and the problem with something like as big as Fenway Park, you're going to have to refurb it eventually if you're going to keep continuing to use it. Right. And yep. so so the, the problem comes, well, do we make it, you know, obviously we want to keep improving it up with the times, put digital scoreboards on here, make it playable for the Boston Red Sox, but we want to keep some of that historic that. stuff, you know. Running digital stuff in old buildings is amazing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're back into walls and stuff that, that you know, I mean, they were put up several hundred years ago in a lot of cases. And just, I don't know, I always think that that would be a cool thing to uh, take part in. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, And let's uh, talk about the Freedom Trail Tour. Yes. This is an awesome thing, and this is what we did. And now we didn't do the whole thing, and basically, okay, let's talk about it. The Freedom Trail Tour, it is a self-guided walking tour that is free, or you can purchase a 78-page tour guidebook, which I actually have here. There's tons and tons of information on this uh, as far as the history of the Freedom Trail. Or... Um, well, uh, actually, what is the Freedom Trail? It's a 2.5-mile red brick walking trail that leads you to 16 national, nationally significant historic sites. And then every one of them is an American treasure. Authentic American treasure is what they recommend here. Um, the stops on the trail tour, um, let me just read them. The Boston Common, the State House, Park Street Church, Grand Area Burying Ground, King's Chapel, King's Chapel Burying Ground, Benjamin Franklin statue, Boston Latin School, Old Corner Store, Old South Meeting House, Old State House, 
the site of the Boston Massacre, Feniel Hall, Paul Revere House, the Old North Church, Copps Hill Burying Ground, Bunker Hill Monument, and the USS Constitution. And if you remember to the trolley tour, it's pretty much exactly a lot of the things that we talked about on that is available on this. Instead of riding the trolley, you're walking. Yeah. Now, uh, this is also available if you want to, um, at different moments of the trail, you can actually take a guided tour where they're telling you about these things as you walk along. Um, It does cost, uh, it is $6 for the cheapest, and I believe it was like, it was young kids for six bucks, and the most expensive is 12 bucks for an adult. So it's a pretty cool deal because you actually get somebody dressed up in like a pilgrim outfit. Um, I saw these people as we were walking around, and they were giving you historic site, like, narrations as they traveled around um and it's it's actually a long walking tour so you actually could spend you probably could spend eight hours on this thing um just listening to these people talk and looking around and spending time just kind of wandering um as we wandered we heard the tour come through um i didn't catch any audio of it because obviously it's like a group of like 20 people and i'm not gonna poke my head in and they're like hey you didn't pay for this what are you doing so um but anyway uh check that out that in my opinion that right there is one of the best things because you can go on your own time right just go check it out sightsee and it's two and a half miles which is not a great distance yeah um you're gonna spend more time in the attractions along that two and a half miles yeah i i for sure have Flickr photos of this because what i did is took a picture of the actual freedom trail logo on the cement sidewalk and the red brick follows all through the city in fact you're standing in the middle of a city and you look down and there's this red line that like goes somewhere in it. You can actually see it interweaving amongst things and stuff like that. So it's really easy not to lose track of it. It shows you exactly where to go if you ever want to just do your own self-guided tour. Uh, the booklet here helps a lot if you're interested in it. Um, I don't know how much it was, but a lot of information available. Of course, you could take it home and read it and then you could go check it out. Um, it does say there is, uh, let's see here... It's the original step-by-step guide, includes historical facts, trivia, and anecdotes, art and architecture, fully illustrated with antique engravings, four pages of detailed maps, wheelchair access guide, hours and admission fees, and a list of related websites. And the list of related websites is huge. It's like 50 things or something at the back here. So, Relating to all these things that we've already talked about, Paul Revere House, um, and uh, yeah, and that reminds me, this is outside, so the other thing you have to consider when you're going to go to Boston and check out all this stuff, the weather, and Ooh, yeah. it's it's Especially brutal. This time of the year. It's brutal in January. I've been there in January. Now, I mean, you can make it. The greatest thing is the tea is not too far, so you if you walk a little bit, you know, you'll be there. Um, I the, think this is something I'd rather do in like the spring or summer, oh, though. But. Yeah, definitely. Um, summer, it's awesome because you can just go, and it, obviously it's warm. You don't have to worry about coat and freezing and all that stuff. But there's plenty of opportunities for stuff no matter when you go. Um, obviously, just keep in mind, a majority of the stuff you go to, yeah, there may be a tea station close, but you might have to walk a couple blocks before you get there. So, you know, winter is probably a bad time to go check it out. But around this time of year, I mean, this is when I did the Freedom Trail tour um, and when we did it, it was comfortable because we were dressed up, but I don't know, after three hours, I was ready to go get, you know, step inside Starbucks or something. Yeah, you some. actually got hot chocolate, didn't you? 
That's where I saw a picture of you. It was either oh, coffee yeah. or hot chocolate or something. Yeah, see, and that kind of goes off with what I wrote on my last line of the notes here. There is so much food available. Uh, we went to a place that the Travel Channel um, featured where we got um, biscotti and some some sweet pastries and we got hot chocolate and then we went and got some coffee and this is all walking around on the freedom trail areas. So, I mean, you're in the city, so there's tons and tons of stuff to just stop and do. That's not even historic. So, I mean, if you want to, if you want to consider that, yeah, you can, but yeah, definitely go check out anything warm. If you're out there cold and it'll warm you up and there's good opportunities for that. So, no doubt. Um, so anyway, that is, um, there's a lot in Boston. There's a lot to do. This is just a very brief overview. I know it's been a long show here already, um, but there's so much to offer. If you know the history and you're interested, you could spend probably a week here doing all this stuff. If you're not so interested, I would say two days would be good. Well, you know what? I can, I can so. say that before we did this show even here today, but after I started looking at the notes and we started going back through this i thought yeah this is this is actually pretty cool yeah something um, i definitely would think about doing mm-hmm. definitely and it helps when you know some people there obviously my brother's there so it's easy to just say hey you know we're gonna stop by and visit for a week or whatever but um it's cool if you've never been there to just go check it out new england itself i, I think we spoke about oh, that when yeah, we talked about seaport stuff that <sighs> just is always ever since i was a young kid the seaport stuff always just blew me away yeah and you know this is on the coast, so in the summer there's beaches, and you can do the beach stuff, and you can. Yeah. It's kind of a mix between you know, go down to Florida. Florida is always warm. Well, most of the time it's warm. You got beaches, you're fine. But up in the Northeast, you kind of have this just this different atmosphere. You've got summer, it's warm, it's beachy, but then you can go do the historic. Um, you can go check out the town. Um, but during the colder times, you know, fall is great. The leaves are changing. Spring is even great. You know, birds are chirping, the leaves are coming, you know, budding and everything. It's a fun, fun place to ch- check out and visit. And then, of course, they always have events going on all year round. I don't know about the Christmas. We probably should have looked that up since we're getting heading into the Christmas season now. But I'm almost certain that they've got some Christmas activities just like they do. Yeah, I would at, just think it would be so blasted cold outside. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's Rockefeller cold. Center in New York City. You know how they have the big tree and the ice yeah, skating and all true. that stuff. Yeah. I'm almost certain they've got something like that. I didn't look it up, but uh, anyway, you know, different seasons, just like it is in our lives that we we do different stuff. Um, wanted to step back. I forgot to mention this. If you go to thefreedomtrail.org, you can download a free map on the Freedom Trail, get some more information on that. Uh, and then don't forget, listen back to show 181 if you want some more info on Boston, traveling, subways, cost, uh, all that. Uh, driving in Boston, flying into Boston. We covered all that information. It'll help you when you're planning a trip. Um, save some money, maybe, perhaps. Check it out. And uh, hopefully this gave you a little insight into Boston. I know, personally, if my, bro- my brother wouldn't have moved there, well, I've been there before, so I guess I knew a little bit about it, but it, it's just a unique thing to check out. Um, one of those things that Probably if you had like a list of 100 things you wanted to do in the United States, Boston would definitely be on one of those because of the history and everything that's involved. So, Other than that, I think we'll do another show on food and places to eat in Boston and maybe another one that I, if I can think of something else to cover. If you guys have any suggestions, by all means, let us know. I'll be glad to get my brother back on the show. He can be on Skype and we can all do this and uh, 
get some more information for you guys if you're interested. So cool. With that, I think we're going to take a break and then we'll come back to close out the show. If you're interested in contacting us to book a vacation, don't forget that Roy can do that now through MEI Travel. If you want to get in contact with him, just call 1-855-441-4414 or go to our website, theseamazingplaces.com, and click on the Book It tab. All right. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. Long show with a lot of explanation. Like I said, we like to try to do these every once in a while, especially in regard to like touring and tips and yada yada. You know, it'll help. Planning is always helpful. If you ever want any help in planning, obviously we're here. Uh, The places we've covered are places we've been to. And I think that's probably the best, in my opinion. You want to ask somebody who's been there, you know, well, what do I do here? And, uh, you know, how do I eat? Uh, where do I stay? What's what's some good yeah, stuff? Yeah, or what is there to do? I mm-hmm. mean, let's face it. Um, people who might be baseball fans think uh, Red Sox baseball, but past that, other than seeing the seaports, obviously everybody knows things there. But until they really pointed out, and these are the things that you can do, you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... With that in mind, I, you know, I'm not sure what we're going to do for Christmas yet. Doug, have you have you thought about that for a show? No, I had thought maybe we would do, uh, uh, if if maybe even do a Disney thing with the Grand Floridian. Okay. And cool. talk about uh, some of their decorations and stuff that they do there. Okay. Uh, but we'll see. Okay. Well, yeah. With that in mind, I uh, hope you guys have uh, had a safe holiday, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we're heading down into the Christmas season. It's good good time to just nestle in with some hot chocolates by the fire and uh, relax uh, hopefully that is, is the case for you this season um, I think we'll still be chugging along here we got to figure out what we're going to do the next couple of weeks but we'll for sure have some holiday stuff in mind and uh, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to our show we really appreciate you guys um, by all means email us podcastoftheseamazingplaces.com for anything if you're interested in more information or you want to say hey or you want to be on the show. We actually still have a voicemail line. I don't think we've said it in a long time, but you can call that if you want to be on the show, ask questions or whatever, make comments. We'll put it, we'll play it up on the show. And thanks so much for taking the time to listen. All right, everybody. We will catch up to you after the uh, glutton fest of Turkey. <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2011. Thanks so much for listening. Hey. Hey, there you are. All right. Oh, okay. I should have brought my head. Are they upstairs? Hang on. Yeah, they are. Go ahead. I'll wait for you. If you you need to hang up, that's fine. (laughs) 